0: You're listening to the podcast. Uh will the uh, NFC wildcard game between the uh, the Eagles and, of course, uh, Bob. Can you hear me okay?
1: Yeah, I got you. I got you loud and
0: clear. Eagles and the Seahawks. Um, one thing we spoke about before the game uh, is the guy you got to keep once. Once protected and once healthy. And I understand he's now out.
1: He's out for good. That's official.
0: Really? We're in big trouble. What's the, uh, what, what happened for those of us that were driving? The uh, car? Clowney,
1: uh, smashed him into the, uh, turf, uh, unnecessarily. And it should have been a flag. It should have been, uh, he but should have been ejected from the game.
0: No. uh. No flag on the play. No flag. Uh, Who? You have somebody there with a Chargers jersey on?
1: Yes, I do. I have uh, Pete. You want to stand up and introduce yourself? Hello.
0: Hey, Pete.
2: How are you? I've I've seen so, you. You're, I've seen you quite a bit. Everything good?
0: Everything's good, man. Go Chargers.
2: <laughs> this is my my unlucky jersey. I thought I'd try something different.
0: Yeah, he's gonna. He might have to change that. He might. I like to, to see. I like to see people wearing Chargers jerseys because nobody wears them in L.A. That's all Raiders. <laughs> um, it's not even Rams. It's just Raiders.
2: See, ever since I put this on, good luck.
0: Well, I hope, it, I hope the good luck continues. I hope the streak continues. The Eagles are down uh, right now. Bob, uh, you're a trooper. You're on the show. John's not on yet. I don't know if John's going to be joining, but... But we got Bob here, History Hour, and that's all that matters because Bob is the lifeblood of the show.
1: Well, I don't know about that, but...
0: I do. He's the best. Uh, Recap of the game. Wentz is out with an injury. He was taken to the locker room after a hit from Clowney. Clowney the Clown. Um, I'm watching that replay right now. There should have been a flag on that play. How did they not do a flag on that play?
3: Wow! Boston, wow. stop,
1: baby! Eagles are driving let's into let's the drive. end zone. Here we go. That's All right. right, I'm gonna call it. I'll, I'll call it better from my end. I'll call it better.
3: Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Never. Never.
1: Here we go. This might not be fit for air. Eagles are running it down the Seahawks' throat right now. They're exposing their defense. Yeah,
2: three or four big
1: plays, and that's what's happening. First and goal, what a drive. Here we go. What a, first a and goal. What a drive. McCown in the shot. No, he's not in the shotgun. He's under center. Oh, penalty. And there's a penalty. Darn it. Oh
3: shit. <laughs> <laughs> Back to
1: the 10 now. Are you recording? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. All right.
0: Cutting edge radio out there for everybody listening. Yeah. Uh, it kind of reminds me of McClellan and the way he tried to run against Lincoln, and that was an epic failure for that man, George McClellan, General McClellan, tried hey, to run. That's about
1: what's going his, on over his, here. Uh, pretty much an epic failure, for me. So.
0: Because of this game. Uh Yeah, and just me. No, no, you're you're an epic win.
1: I, um... Pass to uh, Dallas Godert, who we need to change his name to Philly Godert. And, uh... Just... They, they oh, yeah. knocked him down just behind the, uh, the line of scrimmage. And Eagles are driving down the field. It is second and goal at, uh... <clears throat> about the, uh what eight-yard line they are eight-yard line second and
2: goal
1: second to goal from the eight-yard line mccown and the shotgun you got uh boston scott out to the left oh, drop, oh the bump, my snap. god he drop dropped the snap. snap come on you 40 year old stiff let's go eagles are trying to win a playoff game with a 40 year old backup quarterback who has never
2: taken a playoff snap until today
1: this is not going how we uh, thought it would McCown. Yeah, wasn't he uh, on the Browns? Well, he was the
0: backup for the Browns, right?
1: I think he was their starter for a little while. He has
2: been on like nine teams, I believe.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's one of those guys.
2: Um,
1: he's a journeyman. He is a journeyman. Right? In the snap, McCown rolls to the left. God, oh, oh my God! No. no face mask on that. McCown gets uh, taken down. You gotta throw the ball, buddy. Yeah, yeah.
2: That that. You know what killed him was that uh, first down delay of game. That hurt. That
3: hurt him.
1: Crazy. That was uh, like the launch of the uh, Space Shuttle Challenger.
3: It was yeah. very
0: similar to that. It also was like the reentry of the Columbia.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was. It was all bad. It was,
0: really, it was really insane. insane. The way okay. the Eagles are handling this crisis is similar to October of two thousand of nineteen sixty-two during the Cuban Missile well, Crisis. Well,
1: I'd like to think it it, it it's going to be more like uh, October of nineteen sixty-two with the Cuban Missile Crisis, where we uh, <coughs> it's lunch.
0: I, I absolutely <laughs> <Hey. laughs> crucial. <show. laughs>
2: it's crazy. Oh, that that made Fidel angry right there.
1: Yeah, not a happy man. Wow. <laughs> You're doing, uh, you doing really Check. great. My
2: Che bar
3: tattoo. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. We have a of bar tattoo. It's
3: crazy. Like, like I wasn't here. Keep
0: doing it. Oh wow! You're gonna stream the game. We are, we are doing some illegal. You know how at the end of every NFL game, like any licensed broadcasting of this without permission consent is fine, up, up to my jail. I figured you could get me out of such a jam, if uh, yeah, yeah. Because I'm, re-
1: I'll work my hardest.
0: Okay, cool, yeah, because I'm we're, we're clearly rebroadcasting a game without the o- official license, consent, and written permission of the National <laughs> yeah. Football League.
1: Yeah, this is totally totally illegal. So, uh, Lots of copyright infringements going on right
0: now. That's okay. Tweet us at the underscore podcast. So you're listening to the podcast's History Hour. Once again, this is uh, the NFC um, wildcard playoff game between the Philadelphia Eagles and the Seattle Seahawks, live at the link. For those of you not uh, living in the Philadelphia area or a fan of the sport, that's the Lincoln Financial Center, uh, financial field, and that's where the Eagles play, and that's where Carson Wentz is out for good. Uh, are there any updates on the injury here? Uh, he he's out for good. You you are correct on that one. And uh,
1: Jadavion Clowney should have been flagged on that play and probably should have been ejected.
0: He should uh-huh. have had a, been flagged for a name like Jadavion Clowney.
1: His well, he's not loved. He's a clown. He hasn't lived up to uh, what he should be as a football player. So, but it's he's a it's, clown. it's wonderful that he hurt Carson Wentz. You know, I'm really happy about that. So
0: it's that's like the worst thing that could happen. And Carson Wentz, this was his first game for the Eagles ever in the postseason playing, and he gets hurt. Um, yes. Or he was hurt. He it's not his fault. Uh, did, did there was there any commentary on if he's going to be be able to come? Do they know the severity of the injury? Like he out for the, the rest say, yeah, of season
1: just a concussion. And it's like, you know, he got slammed, hit the back of his head, hit the field, uh, hit the turf. And it's, that's usually probably the worst. So he should be back next week. I mean, they will. I mean, Think so? this NFL concussion protocol would put John F. Kennedy after Dallas back into, uh, <laughs> so.
0: it really is funny. If it was like, any other person in the world that's not a football player, they'd be like, ah, oh, you know, you need to like spend a couple weeks not doing anything and resting. NFL, they have the med because they pay for it. It's very expensive. They have the medical attention there for like Iraq vets, you know, that they do in like warfare. They're like there, ready to go. It's like a battlefield. It really is. They treat it like get them out. They'll give you any care. They could perform surgery on you if you needed it right then and there. Like they have surgeons. Yeah. On the field.
1: Well, yeah, they won't do that. They'll just shoot you up with some painkillers.
0: That too. If whatever works.
1: But yeah, it'll. We'll see here.
0: Roger Goodell there. The NFL. The Seahawks play.
1: have the ball. It's ten to six at the link. Oh, Graham's
2: back in. Graham's
1: back in. That's nice. Brandon Graham's back in. Yeah. Russell Wilson rolls out, throws it. And uh, just short of the first down.
3: Ah, oh, boy! Yikes! This
0: isn't good. No.
1: What the hell is going on? Some with
0: highlights. The- Russell Wilson throws right. back.
3: Oh.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, come on. Wilson's back in the pocket. Some highlights. Uh, Russell Wilson is six and seven with one hundred forty-three yards tonight. Yes. yes. Uh, Okay. Great play by
1: the Eagles defense right there.
3: They're,
1: they're Eagles. The the good thing is, is they're getting, they're getting some good pressure on Wilson. They're just not making the big plays on defense that they need to be making. Right. Good pressure on
0: them. Yeah. They're putting good pressure. First down.
1: Just like the Confederates put great pressure on, uh, general Grant. Yes.
0: Yes, Much like the battle of bull run. Um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there was a lot of pressure from the Confederate side, and, and the Battle of Chancellorsburg. Is it yeah. Chancellorsville or Chancellorsburg? Chan- Chancellorsville. Chancellorsville.
1: Thanks, Bert.
0: I want to start quoting Civil War battles in everyday life. Like, hey, Matt, did you take the trash out? I did. Much like McClellan took the trash <laughs> out of Chancellorsville. What? It's not. Hey, no.
1: Well, your wife is going to very quickly want to kill you. Uh, right. Start doing Civil that.
0: War references. And it starts getting really bad Like some of my black friends are like Hey, can I come over? I'm like, well, much like 1863 You were not allowed to hang out with me uh, Because of laws And it's like, Matt, you're taking this way too far You're being racist It's terrible Uh, Russell Wilson, uh, first down Eagles are putting good pressure on the Seahawks tonight
1: yeah, they're just not making the plays. They need they need to get to them. They're not they're not getting to them, and it's hard to get to, to Wilson.
0: Yeah, that no, that offensive line is it's, it's no joke.
1: So here we go.
0: It's third and one.
1: Where are they? They are at their own uh, uh, twenty eight, twenty
2: no thirty yard
1: line. Seahawks out the twenty eighth. Russell Wilson in the shotgun uh, throws a pass to. Uh,
2: so that's oh our,
1: that's, that's the, that's the... So beast mode. Yeah, I need to have like a I need to have a sheet in front of me here.
0: Yeah, it's a rough one. What what beer are you guys drinking over there? Miller light Yeah, Miller Lite. Wow. Same here.
2: Some yeah. yeah.
0: up? That and we're uh, yeah a little bit of a little bit of liquor.
2: Yeah.
0: Miller's up? Let's go
1: than...
0: Good call. All
1: right. Russell Wilson uh, under center takes the snap, hands it off for yeah. their running back, and okay, Homer tackled oh, uh, so. tackled behind the line of scrimmage, so no gain on the Seahawks there. Homer,
2: make an old Greek writing and Homer.
1: Joke. Yeah, I can't.
2: I'm <laughs> not
0: smart enough to do that. Uh,
2: you've been making great history jokes all day, Homer, like Achilles.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Achilles. Oh, Pete. Help uh, uh,
2: sorry. Help me sorry. out. Help me out. Homer Come on,
0: Pete. Pete, Homer. what's your what's Pete's last name?
2: Castanelli. Good Italian.
0: That's right. You were at Jonathan's Italian. wedding.
2: Yes, yes. I did meet you there.
0: That would be funny if you said, no, I wasn't there. I wasn't invited. And I'm just what? bullshitting. <laughs> I'm <laughs> like, oh. No! no, no. There was another Pete Castanelli there. Uh, no, Matt, you're <laughs> lying at this point. You're making this up. No, no. I, I think it. I think you were there. And Seahawks
1: just scored a touchdown.
0: Crap. That's okay. Plenty of time. Seahawks up uh, 16 to – I'm sorry, 12 to 10. 10 to 6. The Seahawks, by the way um,
1: – Go ahead.
0: Seahawks this, came into this game 11-5, and five, Philly 9-7. and seven. Um, And I said to Bob last night on a late night drunken phone call yes. that I think – was it last night?
1: Uh, no, it was the night before.
0: I, okay, good. Because I'm like, I was really drunk last night if it was last night because it felt like two nights ago. <laughs> this season to me feels like – it, I have that feeling of, with the Eagles going. And that Wednesday put a huge hole well, in my whole feeling.
1: We better, uh, we better do something here.
3: We better do it
0: something. Is, it is reassuring, though. Can you imagine if Wentz did come back next week if they win and won that game, like playing through a concussion?
1: Yeah, well, that's not something that's uh, easily played through, but I think uh, based on the protocol that the NFL has, uh, he'll be back.
0: He'll be back. Right. Kennedy would have been back in Dallas the week after if they had yeah, the NFL exactly. Uh, trainers. Exactly. That's the quote of the night. <laughs> Kennedy would have been playing. His brain's hanging out. It's okay. He's he's going back. He's fine.
1: <laughs> well, his brain is all over the uh, you know the Dallas police officer on the motorcycle. So.
0: Yeah, but he's they're going to put him back in.
1: Yeah, he's good to go. he will be fine.
0: But yes, sir. And how are you doing tonight? Good. Everything's good? We're uh, happy to have you on the show. Um how ha- how is the feed I have here? Is it like a, is it a delay? Is it like a minute delay?
1: Yeah, it's like it's choppy and it's a little bit delayed. But I am going
0: to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut the feed then. Okay. Uh, I think it- it's because I'm streaming it uh on NBC Sports. There's like a delay. Okay. Um I'm going to leave it on, but I w- I don't want to distract you if it's distracting you.
1: It's not distracting me. All I mean I think people would rather look at the feed than look at me.
0: No, so. they'd rather look at you. I like the jersey too. It's a very handsome jersey you have on. Jerome Brown, baby, the best. My favorite. Uh, you don't have his autograph, really? You have yeah, John. autograph. Yeah, a week before he died, my dad was on a plane with him going to Florida, and he he got his autograph. I have his uh, his football card autographed. I guess he carried them with with him. Um, and wow. it was really cool. Was to Matthew, you know, best wishes, 99 Jerome Brown. And and a week later he was killed in an automobile accident, which is really sad, but I was I was grateful to get that card cuz I I loved him. He was like the best. He was huge. Yeah.
1: Well, when he was hurt, I think in the 1992 season, right before he died, uh, they had him uh still on the sidelines to go out and like get the tee after the kickoff, get the the football tee. Yeah. He would go out there and do like cartwheels to go get the tee. So it's amazing. He was just a big kid.
0: He was he a big kid. So, yeah. yeah. But uh, Seahawks up right now. How much time do we have left in the, uh, in, the in the quarter?
1: Let me uh, let me see, see here real quick. We have uh, eight forty six left in the third. Seahawks up seventeen to six against the Philadelphia Eagles at lincoln financial field
0: (laughs) pete changed his jersey
1: i did well yeah we're gonna have to make a
0: change now how many how many (laughs) are you at for the are are you at bob's house or are you at pete's house
1: where are my house? Where Bob's
0: house? So you just brought multiple jerseys?
2: Oh, I brought like six. I got six going on here, depending on the situation.
0: Well, let's see what you got. Let's see these jerseys. Well, it's not, not a jersey. There, there, Pete, Pete. No, Pete, I
2: don't want to sit, sit down.
3: down.
2: No, 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 no. no. You, you sit down. No, I just want, I just want to pair it. I want to...
0: Welcome, Pete, to the show. You're, you're a good dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to see you. All right, so what jerseys do you have? Because these are cool, man.
2: Okay, well, this is a uh, uh, pure uh, China made um... <laughs> uh, As they are. Right, right, right. But I ordered this, I think, directly from a uh, from a sweatshop, I believe. This that's was okay. A, uh, a Philip Rivers, because uh, nobody else uh, would make one. Uh, and that, that that's a, that's a classic, classic.
0: It's a classic. But, it's a nice jersey.
2: Thank you. No, that that was really expensive. It's about nine sizes too big, but that's all right. Yeah, it's all right. Uh, and then, I, of course, I have also a. Uh, uh, Brett Selick. Uh, oh he, yeah, you know that's a classic. Classic.
0: Yeah, it is a class. That's a great. He's a, yeah, that's good.
2: That's good too. And actually, this is not a jersey, but this is a shout out to a Philadelphia bar in uh, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, the Parrot.
0: Uh, oh yeah, the Parrot.
2: A, a Philadelphia bar, so that's my my shout out to them as well. Jo-
0: John's talked talked about the Parrot a lot on the show.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's there's there's nothing quite like. Nothing quite like the Parrot. Uh, oh, yeah. It's a uh, classic It's a classic uh, home away from home if you're a Philadelphian. We. Uh, we
0: oh, we yeah. It. I want to get a Warren Moon jersey from the Houston Oilers. I used to love the Oilers back in the day. Uh, the Oilers jersey, the, the blue with the number one, was like the coolest thing ever. Such um, a
2: nice-looking jersey. I agree. So nice-looking. Yeah. Really nice-looking. Warren Moon. There, there's,
0: Remember there's, that? Remember fantastic. Warren Moon?
2: Yeah, he was great. What a great quarterback that guy was. Not didn't get a lot of recognition. But never, really, yeah,
0: never went to the Super Bowl, but like playoffs almost every year. They were great.
2: Yeah, no. He was uh I, I still remember they were talking about that. It reminded me of his time the the, the Music City Miracle yesterday. The one oh, yeah he lost uh but uh in the last second the Buffalo Bills uh, uh situation. If you can remember that, if you're an Oilers fan, I'm sure you you remember that. I was
0: on the phone with John Hassinger. We were uh, 12 years old. And all right, I called him right after the game, and I was just like, I was heartbroken because I was a, I was an Eagles fan, but as a kid, I was like a huge Oilers fan. For whatever reason, I just loved Warren Moon. I, I, I loved the Oilers. It was such a heartbreaker that, uh, that game. It was like, oh, the Bills and the Bills never won a Super Bowl. It was like year after year, they would just knock people out and then suck. It was crazy. It was,
2: it was by the fourth one though, you were kind of like, you know, I'm yeah, kind of tired.
0: On. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a. It's like the Patriots now. I'm so glad the Patriots are knocked out. It's like uh, finally a Super Bowl without smiling shit face Tom Brady.
2: <laughs> yeah, with his perfect dimples and his and his and his hot model wife. Yeah, you know what I yeah, mean. Yeah, I
0: just hate that. Yeah.
2: And people He's are like, Yeah, weeks. go home, Tom. Like he has like a terrible life when he gets home last night, right? His... Right.
0: His his Beverly Hills mansion with Giselle is really tough.
2: Right. It must be a tough. You know, how could you ever? How could you ever uh, get over that loss last night?
0: That's what's funny, too, about a lot of players – you think about that. A lot of players that live – because I know Tom Brady has houses all over, but he mostly lives in, like, L.A. But you think about players that live in the city they are. Like, imagine living in Cleveland and going home after a shitty season. You're like, yeah, I probably have a nice house, but I'm still in Cleveland. You know, not knocking people from Cleveland, but it's like, if you're not from there, that's got to suck.
3: No,
2: I know, I think Odell Beckham right now is, uh, is really thinking about his uh... – desire to get out of New York
0: right yeah he's got to be re- regretting that one um, it's crazy but yeah if the Eagles win today we're still holding out there's still a lot of time they're gonna play San Francisco next week is that correct
2: yes <laughs> yeah they have to no they don't play San Francisco next week because because
3: the oh Six no is- they, they-
2: Upset, they would they would go to and they would play uh, Green Bay. Oh, they play in, yes, at, at, because the at six
1: Lambeau,
3: at Lambo. At Lambo.
2: Because the yes, okay. Because the six seed yeah. won, so they play the the number one seed since uh, since Minnesota won. They right. play right. the number one seed. Yeah. Right.
0: Right. Okay, that makes sense. Good deal. How many beers are you guys in right now? Is this uh, like-
2: well, not clearly enough because I'm i still noticing that they're losing. I'm not happy yet. Yeah, so excuse get, me.
1: Get another one. I will. Um, and I'm gonna. Take your place here. Please.
0: Bob is back. You're listening to History Hour. Bob is back much like uh, General Mountbatten of the British Royal uh, Navy was back during the (laughs) siege of Dunkirk in uh, World War II. General Mountbatten, uh, during Operation Overlord, which was the operational name for D-Day, the Normandy invasion, Bob you, is back similar to the way Patton um, and the Third Army defeated the Germany's Third Army in northern Africa.
1: In I North. am uh, re- I'm related to General George Patton. Are you really? Yeah,
0: he's my really? uh,
1: I guess he's like my I don't know like some like I don't know how far you go back to it. It's like my distant cousin. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. yeah. My family in North Carolina. They they all live in North Carolina. They're the patents.
0: and uh, wow, that's yeah. amazing. There's something to be said about that, Bob. Greatness runs in your family. That's that's that's, that's he's yeah. an American legend. I
1: don't know about that. My, no, uh, I do.
0: That's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, it stopped at this generation.
0: No way. That's amazing. You don't hear that a lot. You don't hear him related cousin, to patents. Uh,
1: my cousin was the most wanted man in Montgomery County, Pennsylvania, at one point. So.
0: That's some recognition, too. Yeah. See? That's okay. <laughs> a little different than Patton, but was he really? He was wanted? Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, meth dealer.
0: Did they Did they catch, catch him?
1: Uh, they got him in California.
0: Oh. Okay. Yeah. How's he, how's he doing?
1: Uh, well, he spent a few years in jail, and uh, now he's out.
0: Good. Okay. Turned his life around. So,
1: uh, I don't know about that.
0: I don't know if he turned his <laughs> life around. But, uh, I don't know about he, that, but he served his time. He, yeah, he did his time, so that's that. He did his, that's that. Are you drinking hot sauce right now? Looks like a hot sauce can. Oh uh, no, I'm just,
1: uh, I'm dipping.
0: Oh nice! I thought you were like drinking hot. I was like, wow, Bob really doesn't fuck around during Eagles games. Yeah,
1: no. Come on, Dip that's it. the third down call that they had. Yeah. Come on. Really bad. Uh, just to update you on the Eagles game, uh, it was third and probably about four, five, and they had uh, they uh, did a running play, and it, it was
0: not good. Oh, yeah, I'm seeing that. Yeah.
2: Is dumb a choice as the 1984 nomination of Mondale.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Walter <laughs> Mondale.
2: Yeah, baby. There you go. Yeah,
0: pretty good. That's a good reference.
2: that a call is that? Sorry.
0: Poor choice like uh, Walter Mondale a poor choice like the uh, electoral college ever being uh, existing
1: well it worked uh, during its time doesn't work so yeah. much
0: now it worked during the Pony Express era
1: works about as well now as it does as the Eagles have a 40 year old quarterback playing for them
0: <laughs> how old is the quarterback really 40
1: yeah he's 40 wow and he, and he ain't Tom Brady
0: <laughs> no no he ain't Tom Brady wow <laughs> Uh, Good for them Seattle up 17-6 to six in the third
1: Yeah
0: uh, If you're listening to the podcast well, You can tweet us at the underscore podcast so Let us know your thoughts Similar to the way Congress Let Woodrow Wilson know their thoughts During the League of Nations uh, Which was yeah. a failed enterprise in the early 20th century
1: Well that's because he had a stroke
0: Yes he did have a, he did. He did stroke out
1: so literally stripped out.
0: You know, I used to know I used to go to seven eleven in uh Joylestown or New Britain, one of them, uh, on two oh two, like driving to school in the morning, and the That's, guy that is. You know where that is? Yeah. The guy that worked there, it was this guy and he had a white beard, he was an older guy. He was probably a vet because he had like one of those hats on that all vets where it's like USS Hornet, you know, whatever. But he knew so much about history. He should have been a professor. And he, he sounded like one. And, and I remember I was like, yeah, how you doing, the coffee? And he's like, similar to when Wilson did the League of Nations. The reason they started that, and I was in there for like 20 minutes listening to this guy. And I was just like, why are you working here? Like, you were brilliant. And I think he was like a retiree that was just bored kind of thing. But he knew so much about history, and he would always crowbar that in. He wouldn't even be talking. He'd be like, oh, do you have any more French Chanel?" And I'd be like, just what we're doing. And he'd be like, <laughs> similar to when, um, you know, de Gaulle, uh, the French Legion, uh, you know, would send the mercenaries over the hill. And i am like, wow, you love history. Um, but he was so fascinating, and I remember feeling bad for him because I feel like 90% of the people that talked to him didn't give a shit. They were stupid kids like me well, that were like, I mean, I cared. His, but, his
3: purpose
1: in life was uh, unused. And that's what we all need to guard against. Uh, you need to serve a purpose in life. And when you have a gift like that, you need to share it with people. So Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was good. I'm sharing it with you
1: when you got your coffee.
0: And I appreciated it, but I feel like most dumb kids would be like, "Uh, oh, pack of cigarettes, please. Can you sell it yeah. to me? Well, you weren't a dumb kid. so no, I was a dumb kid, but I, I was a dumb kid that liked history. No, you so weren't. I, you were not. Thank you. My grade said otherwise, but thank you.
1: <laughs> Grades don't mean anything.
0: They don't. They really don't. Um, after the game tonight, Bob and I will be judging the um, Atlanta, Georgia swimsuit competition.
3: Yes. Uh, I can't. Lot wait.
0: Of, <laughs> a lot of black chicks. Um,
1: yeah, mostly mostly black women. But
0: yeah, but you know, hey, it's hot Atlanta.
1: It, it it's all good.
0: It's all good.
1: We uh we we we. we Union tried to burn it down.
0: Yeah, remember that the
1: the siege of Atlanta. Yeah, Sherman. Sherman. I wanted to name my uh, son Sherman, but uh, did you really? I was voted out.
0: Oh, that would have been great, Sherman. I won't say your last name on the air, but Sherman has a nice ring to it.
1: Yeah, and my Sherman Stahl, of course. My grandfather was named Sherman. Really? Really? Yep. Sherman. that's a good name. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I got voted out on that. But uh, oh. we'll... Uh, Wasn't
2: there a dog from, a thing, from an old cartoon named Sherman?
1: No, no. Was there a dog in a cartoon named Sherman?
2: Wasn't there some genius dog that was always tra- time traveling? Yes. You know what I'm talking about, right? Oh, yeah,
1: I know what you're talking about. I can't pinpoint it, though. Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: And they were time traveling. Murky. Are you
0: guys hearing a delay on my, my point? Like an echo or something? or is it sound, Does it sound okay?
1: No, it sounds okay. I think it just might be on your end. And if you okay. need me to, I'll, uh, I can I can turn the TV down a little bit.
0: No, 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 no. It's, I just I want to make sure you can hear me okay. I felt like I had a weird setup. Courage the Cowardly Dog was the name. What? Right? Wasn't it Courage oh. the Cowardly Dog or something?
1: Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, and they time-traveled. Yeah. Yeah. Pete's right. Pete knows. Yeah. Sorry. He's smarter than I am. I'm going to just let him sit here no, no, and, uh, no, no. that's not true, buddy.
3: Mm.
0: How do you guys know each other through John or do you, does John know you guys through each other? Through John.
2: Yeah. Through John. Through John. We, uh,
1: Pete's, Pete's father is a professor.
2: Yes. At, at university of Pennsylvania. Uh, Oh, uh, wow. African history professor. Oh, cool. I lived in I lived in uh, Somalia when I was 12 years old, actually. Uh, really? Yeah, and his and his best friend wrote uh, Black Hawk Down. Mark Bowden, my my father's.
0: Oh wow! Okay. So you're you're like our age then, like 37,
2: no, I'm 38. Older than you guys, <laughs> uh, I I won't say the day. I was born in the m- mid to late 70s, and uh, I'm older than you guys. By <laughs> well, the,
0: the reason I ask is I was putting the math together because if you were our age and you were in Somalia when you were 12, that was during the the crisis over there it was
2: right it was right before when siad Barre, the 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 the, the kind of authoritarian yet controlling uh dictator of somalia still controlled it enough right before he got kicked out and then all chaos ensued and black hawk down happened i was right so i was still while it was authoritarian oh, yeah. but not quite
0: probably for the best chaotic Right. Yeah, I don't think you'd be going there during that. It was a pretty brutal crisis.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, I wasn't, uh,
0: Too many skitties everywhere with machine guns.
2: It was a little a little scary. We had sharks in the oceans that were... Oh, uh, yeah,
0: right, rock on.
2: But, uh, but it was still not, maybe a little, still a little safer,
3: despite
2: yeah. the sharks. Anyway, I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you. No.
0: Oh, no, no, I just like that I could get away with saying the word skitties.
2: Yeah, yeah, so anyway, but I met, I met this great guy really through, uh, through john uh it was john's first buddy in fort lauderdale and we met at the parrot and uh oh, yeah 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 and it was oh, uh, that's uh cool. yeah yeah no it was lovely we just i just saw him in there one time and we just started talking philly sports and and uh
0: what do you think
2: history was made
0: do you guys have any microwavable um kind of like tostitos or <laughs> quesadillas or oh okay right here I love those things, man. That's a a go-to. 90 seconds, five of them. You're like, 45 seconds, you're done. You're good.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, five of them. That's all we've had. (laughs) Or
0: whatever. I'm just counting the five on the plate.
1: Just like we've only had five beers. Right, right, right. right.
0: You have to. Football season is the one excuse. I mean, there's a lot of excuses, but it's the one, like, socially acceptable where you can get drunk all day, and it's, like, encouraged, you know?
1: Yeah, it only sucks that the, uh, the Eagles game came on at 440, so we had to wait and pretend like uh, we were yeah. holding our alcohol off until then, right. which right. isn't, isn't true it's, at
0: all. No, you shouldn't be. You should be enjoying yourself. Did you watch the games earlier? The, yeah. Uh, yeah, the Vikings game was really good. The Vikings one, yeah. Yeah,
1: they beat the uh, they beat the Saints in the dome.
0: It's pretty pretty wild.
1: Pretty Yesterday
0: br- the, the Titans uh, when they beat New England, there was a lot of news articles saying this could be Tom Brady's last thing as a Patriots. I, that's not that's not true though, right? I mean, isn't he going to be around like three more years or something? No, no, he's done.
1: You could tell you could tell that his arm fell off throughout the oh, season.
0: like he's physically done. It's not. Yeah,
1: yeah if, he can't physically hold up anymore, and I don't think any you know, and it's not a knock on Tom Brady. I mean. He's the greatest quarterback that probably ever played the game, but as much as I hate to admit that, uh, his arm fell off,
0: and you could—it was visible. I mean, yeah. he sucked during the game.
1: Yeah, yeah, he couldn't—he—he he couldn't do what Tom Brady usually does—is win them the game.
0: And no, could. do you think this is this might be his last? Do you think this is his last? Uh, this was it, or do you think he'll try to do like another year?
1: Well oh, I think Bob Craft – it's gonna uh, hold him around.
0: Craft. Cause the word it would be sad, and I I hate Tom Brady, but it would be sad to see him holding on kind of like Eli did these last few years. You know, Eli should have been done a while ago. There are two different quarterbacks. Eli is no Tom Brady, but he probably should quit while he's ahead.
1: Eli uh, won the big games. And he came up big when it mattered.
0: And right for him, and oh it, yeah, he beat Tom Brady twice. Yeah, not hey, easy to do.
1: It's funny the Eagles like owned him, for whatever reason. For whatever for whatever reason, the Eagles owned him. They could beat Eli, but Eli won the big games when it mattered.
0: Yeah, so, something to be said about that.
2: Well, no, that's fine. A lot of teams owned him. He he had a. I think he's going to end up one game under five hundred for his career playing. So he did win a couple, he had a couple great runs, but I will yeah. argue that he, he stunk most of his life.
1: He was a two-time Super Bowl MVP.
2: What? He was a two-time
1: Super Bowl MVP. He, he won
2: that first MVP award? Yes. Oh, he won it twice. Even the one he threw off the guy's head and it yes. bounced, and he was... Yes. Oh. All right. Well, then you give him some credit for those, too. Sure. You Whatever give, it takes. The same way Robert Ori, a uh, basketball <laughs> player, won seven uh, finals, right? And yet... Yeah. I would argue he's not one of the best players of all time. That's just an opinion, though. I could be, I could you, be mistaken. you,
1: you got to be a shoe in in terms of the NFL Hall of Fame if you win two Super Bowls and you are the two-time Super Bowl MVP. Wow.
2: Even if you lose more games than you win in your careers, so Yes. I mean, under 500. You win
1: the big games. You win the big games. Yeah, Most... and
0: I th- I think he gets kind of a pass with New Yorkers who are, can be a tough crowd uh, sports-wise that he did beat – Tom Brady twice oh, and true. they don't they don't forget that, um, that that you could stretch a long way but he yeah he, I think he still sucked for a lot of <laughs> <time>. <laughs> he still sucked. Uh, it's who to look out for is Jackson on uh, in Baltimore Lamar uh, Jackson
1: he, he's think, a guy I, I think the Ravens uh, go all the way this year I think they yeah
0: win. he's a guy that plays like a, a college quarterback but it actually works like it translates a lot of time it doesn't work he he he's he's works in the pocket.
1: He's so fun to watch. Like he's he makes he makes football fun to watch.
0: Yeah, he's lining up in shotgun formation. He's like, move, move, move. He's playing like it matters.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah, and when there's a broken play, like, okay, good luck tackling him, because that's not going to happen. Oh,
0: he's too quick. Yeah. He's quick, much like um, he's, he's Michael like,
1: Vick, who can read a
0: defense. That's a good point. He's, it's very quick and on the draw, much like, much like Pickett's Charge was um, last stand for the Confederates during the Battle of Gettysburg. It's very similar. It's very Pickett-esque to Pickett's well, Charge.
1: The front of the Union line, that's for sure. Hey, Bob, give us a refresher. Pick,
0: Pickett's Charge was yeah. Pickett's final, like, let's just see if this works against the Union on day three of Gettysburg? Yes. And it was a Confederate charge to try to break the lines of the Union defenses?
1: Because Lee was uh, very uh, confident, especially after Chancellorsville had just happened a
0: month before in May. Overconfident, some might say, much like Tom Brady in the 2012 Super Bowl. You're correct. Okay. So what happened? So he, so Pickett Sit down. tried to break the back of the Union, and that did not fare well for young Pickett. He
1: he. Well, here's the thing. They they broke the Union line. They broke it, but they didn't contain it, and they didn't uh, maintain it. So, Is that why
0: shit spilled over into the woods during the battle? What do you mean Am shit
1: spilled over in the woods?
0: There was a lot of fighting in the woods, too.
1: Yeah, that uh, was actually the cavalry. Uh, oh. I led by—oh, by, uh, my God, what's his name? The guy who got killed at Little Bighorn.
0: Oh, uh— Wait, Confederate guy? Custer. Custer. No.
1: Union guy, Custer. Oh, wait, Custer was there? Yeah. Custer actually, during Pickett's Charge, people don't know this. I didn't know that. Custer came in because the the Confederates had their cavalry. They wanted to come in from the side and crush the one side of the Union line, and Custer stopped them.
0: You just blew my fucking mind. That's pretty deep. Bob, I had no idea he was there. Yeah, he was there. I considered myself kind of an expert on Gettysburg. Like
1: twenty five years old.
0: Well, he would have to be because he died in like eighteen seventy six. Yeah. And he was like young men.
1: Yeah. Hey, he was like in his mid thirties.
0: Wow. Custer. Um, if you've ever been in the woods in Pennsylvania as I have and you have and Pete, are you from Pennsylvania? I am from Pennsylvania, correct. Pete, Pete knows exactly what we're talking about. If you've ever been exactly. touched in the woods inappropriately, I mean, if you've ever been in the woods, <laughs> you know how, well, like, uncle. how confusing the woods can be if you don't know where you are. You can get lost pretty easily. To be fighting out there with loud musket fire and smoke, it's a pretty harrowing experience.
1: Especially at night after uh, you drink a whole bottle of wild turkey.
0: Yeah, I you mean, couldn't sit. Yeah, right. Wild turkey. <laughs> Well, to be there, Been there.
1: Maybe, maybe climb up a uh, light
0: pole and That's, try right. to get your friends. Piss off! Piss off the light pole. That's how much of an idiot I am. Pete was just saying how his dad worked at University of Pennsylvania, and I'm like, Have you ever been to Pennsylvania, Pete? Uh, I think the answer is probably yes. <laughs> you're fine. Okay, but I'm only one beer in, where you guys are like eight, and you're you're dancing around me. So I gotta, We're... I gotta catch up.
1: We're we're eight beer yeah you definitely shotgun a few of those and uh, we're, we're we're pretty angry as yeah, well yeah
2: yeah we're starting
1: to... we're starting to get really angry now because
2: although it's 17-9, listen they they got the ball back they 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 can come back here
0: where are you in terms of like the city are you in the suburbs are you in the city limits of Atlanta
1: I live <clears throat> like I, I don't know the... Pete lives closer to downtown
0: okay. You're, 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 like, are you near Ackworth, Georgia, or any of those places, like Peachhead or Buck Buckhead, I
1: mean? I'm, I'm closer to Ackworth than Pete is. Ackworth is more in the suburbs, and
0: okay. I'm near Cumming. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm familiar with it. My aunt and uncle live in, in Ackworth. I've been yeah. there a lot, so I kind of know some of those towns. Yeah. Yeah, i skirts and Pete lives kind of more on the downtown. Well, I live no, I live right on the
2: edge. It's, it's, it's called Clarkston. It's actually the refugee capital of uh, the of the country, by the way. Really? Yes, it has a higher yeah. percentage of refugees than any other per capita in the country. It's called Clarkston. And uh I mean,
0: with an, a name like Clarkston, they should clean it up a little bit. It's a classy name. Clarkston, <laughs> oh, okay. you know I'm gonna have to do something about that. It's just bad guys down there.
1: It's, uh, it's all bad guys It's not good they're just, It's not bad, successful They should call it Sharkston
0: They're bad hombres Okay, yeah. it's just disgusting It's a cesspool We're going to have to clean it up Or, or easy if Easy Closy needs to do better with that Or if it were Bernie Sanders He'd go uh, uh, the, the Clarkston uh, We're going to have to give them some rye sandwiches um, They're going to have to have very good, Very good sandwiches Free Free oils. And, and make sure
1: you have good bagels.
0: And good bagels on the rye. I like the rye not too burnt. I like the bacon a little crispy, but not too crispy. Um, yeah, it's yeah, crazy.
1: Turn Clarkson into a uh, picky Jewish town.
0: Oh, <laughs> Clarkson. <laughs> the last train to Clarkson. Eagles score right now, gentlemen, is... 17-9. 17-9. Uh,
2: 12
0: they're minutes left. Eagles. They're Eagles are on the move. Eagles are on the move.
1: I'll let Pete be the uh, color commentary. I'll just uh, I'll keep it going. Yeah, you, you. you keep the history references going.
0: Eagles I'll, are I'll, on I'll, the I'll, move, much like I'll, Hitler's I'll, army was on I'll, the army. move in 1939
1: into Poland. Uh, <laughs> Dang, winner! That's a winner right there.
0: Maybe not, maybe not the best <laughs> reference, but John similar.
1: absolutely hates it when. He starts like
0: shoehorning all stuff
1: It's it's hilarious. Really, I think this is
0: the best. I love it. Wow, well, John. Hey, John's, John John could be here right now. I, I think exactly. he might have guests over or something. I don't know. Ah, <laughs> oh, John. John gets mad if I um not mad, but like kind of you can tell he's a little agitated.
1: No, it's fun. It's fun. It's it's fun to see him get agitated with you on yeah. on this.
0: He gets yeah, he gets agitated on here with that and he also gets a little mad if uh, I poke fun of like a comic book movie like I said like what do you watch tonight Thor Fraggle Rock and he's like it's Ragnarok it's, see that's why I get mad Clark is like you don't bother to like read what it is it's it's Ragnarok I'm like no I know it's not Fraggle Rock but he gets mad if I'm like so wait like lightsabers why why don't they just make a bunch of them like why is it so hard just to get another lightsaber he's like you don't understand the force um, and I do understand it because I do like the Star Wars movies but I know that he takes it more seriously than I do so I'll be like, so what are you guys doing? Like watching Thor bangerang tonight? And he's like, it's it's Ragnarok. I'm like, oh, Ragnarok. That's what it is. Yeah, sorry.
1: You, you like to needle him. Fraggle Rock?
0: Fraggle Rock. Yeah. So, Clark,
1: what are you doing uh, April 26th of this going year?
0: To, going to Talladega with y'all.
1: Yeah. Oh, the, yeah. Talendaga. You going to pee? This guy went to Talladega with me for the first That's time. That's right. I did.
0: Yeah, I think I, I think this might be my year to go. My wife is all about like, go hang out with your friends more, go on vacation, do your thing. Like, I think she just wants me out of the house because I'm just here so much. So,
1: <laughs> You're there too much.
0: I'm gonna write this down. April 20,
1: 24th? Yeah, twenty sixth. April twenty
0: sixth. April twenty sixth. Um, Talladega in Alabama. Yep. What is the uh, what do you guys do? Uh, do you drive there from where you are? Yeah, it's, it... two
1: hours, it's two hours from my doorstep. And when Pete went, we went... Uh, that's not far. They have, they, have, they have two races. So they have one in the spring and one in the fall. And the one in the fall is the one that Pete went with me. And I picked him up from his place. And we went there. We got about like 50 or 60 laps in. And then it got rained out.
0: They have two races, though. It got rained out in the fall one? The fall one, yeah. Oh, my parents went to the Poconos one in the spring. I think that got rained out.
1: Yes, yes.
0: Poconos. But it's similar, right? They do a fall and a spring yes. one?
1: Well, Pocono now, they only do one, and they're going to do a double header and they're going to do, like, two races oh. on the same day, which is actually pretty fucking awesome. Like, I think it's a great, like, thing NASCAR is trying to do. NASCAR is going to test it out there and see oh, we're going to do two races
0: and see how that goes what do the drivers think about that Has anyone... I think
1: they like it because then they get to go home
0: <laughs> yeah right and then it can be done
1: yeah they're done
0: so what's going on in Talladega this spring are they doing anything different there
1: no no it's just going to be uh, a lot of uh, drinking of beers and uh... yeah won't they burn
2: some crosses and do some mind hanging while they're Yeah,
1: something like that. Yeah.
0: I shouldn't I could bring my guitar and play some skinner. We get like tip money. date
2: their sisters. are
1: they gonna do some stuff
0: like that? Yeah. The only one who
1: fucks my sister is
0: me. We need to get some good God fearing clan down here. To straighten you boys out.
1: Yep. Yeah. Good old no, boy. It, like, it, like literally, it's some of the best people you ever meet.
0: Oh sure, no. I hear always hear great things about it from you guys. And when John went the one year, he said it was great. John's been there what twice with you? Uh, once. So he had good things to say about it.
1: And he he flamed out on Saturday, but rallied on Sunday. So.
0: Oh yeah. Well, I bet it takes a lot out of you in the sun. And oh, it does. And
1: and that's a lot. I I have definitely flamed out too.
0: Yeah, I would too. But do you, do you ever get close to the, uh, the race itself? Like, are they based on like ticket seats or is it kind of like first come first serve?
1: Yeah, no, we have like the, we have some of the best seats. We sit up high in the grandstand and, but I've been there where I've had, uh, garage passes in the garage and I've, I've got to literally like, well, I didn't get to sit in his car, but I got, I got to like look inside Tony Stewart's car before the race started. Oh, wow. So, you know, stuff like that, which is pretty cool. You, you can't be a, a drunken fool going in the garage like that. So, you got to come mind yourself uh, through the morning. But uh, no, that's cool. Yeah. I, like the the access is unbelievable. And the only reason why I got that access is because of somebody I knew from college. So, really,
0: that's a pretty cool access pass to have. Yeah. It's
3: no yeah. joke.
1: Yeah. And you don't have to pay for it, it uh, just comes. Uh, I was actually under Richard Childress, who owned oh, uh, wow. used to uh, own Dale Earnhardt's car and yeah. uh, owns, uh two other cars. His grandsons that race now. Wow, so, that's pretty incredible. Yeah, pretty cool. I, I was very lucky.
0: How come you were never a NASCAR driver? Was it never you never wanted to do that? No, you I know, do that. I figured I you you could you could you could handle yourself in one of those cars. I
1: was a pit monkey. My that's grand... what i mean yeah you told me that that's true i don't know if you know grandview speedway up in bechtelsville pennsylvania uh i've heard of it i've never been there but but i used to help him out with uh you know pitting the car oh so that's pretty amazing man you were right there changing the tires and all the other stuff they didn't let me do anything too technical but that's
0: pretty technical uh, I'd be scared out of my mind. I wouldn't know what to do with myself.
1: That's scary.
0: I'd feel Everybody's so much pressure. Be
1: really angry when they pulled into the pits, anyway. So oh, really, oh yeah. Have yeah.
0: you ever been to? Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. The is it Wilkesboro, North Carolina? Used to have a track there. Yeah. Is that Natural still in
1: operation? It's there back in '96, and uh, that track now is basically a. Uh, uh, they just they're letting nature take its course. Unfortunately.
0: Yeah, I read an article on that not too long ago, and they were showing pictures, and it it was like grass was overgrowing. It was kind of sad, but it was kind of cool at the same time to see, like... Yeah, and that's
1: where NASCAR was born.
0: I mean... Right. In the hills of North
1: Carolina, where they were running moonshine. So it that's an important part of the sports history, and and it's not, a, it's not a sport. It's... Uh, racing isn't a sport it's uh you're driving so it's a lot different
0: i think they should do nascar in la but on the freeway so they're all going like four miles an hour and they're like this <laughs> fucking fucking guy in this Just minivan, as hell. and you're like okay they're giving a different perspective on the sport like realistic driving like this fucking mexican and this pickup no i don't know why they're saying that but um no, That would be terrible.
1: Well, they used but. to have a couple Mexicans uh, driving the cars, but unfortunately, they weren't driving for the right teams, and they didn't pan out. So.
0: Oh. They weren't driving for the right teams.
1: Yeah. They,
0: they should have, have been driving, driving for, for Lowe's.
1: Mr. Hendrick or uh, Mr. Childress or Mr. Gibbs. Just Joe Gibbs, who is a... Uh, Redskins. That, that's the envy of my life. I would love to have a Super Bowl ring and a Daytona 500 ring, and he has that. It's amazing.
0: I didn't know he was in uh into NASCAR. Well, he got into
1: it probably at the right time. He, he if he got into it right now, the way he did it, uh, he wouldn't have been as successful. But he got into it at the right time and he just knows and the the thing you need to know about a team owner is first of all, you gotta have millions of dollars. And second of all, you need to know how to put the right people together. And he knew how to put the right people together. So that's he what got he
0: got in at the right time. Yeah. Pretty cool. Much like um, Richard Nixon got into the White House uh, at the. No, he, he wasn't the right time for him at all. Uh, <laughs> Seahawks are up 17 9. There's six minutes to go. The Eagles need to pull this around. Seahawks, uh, first and 10, Seahawks 24. Uh, what do you guys think needs to happen at this juncture for the Eagles to turn this bad boy around?
1: This jersey needs to come off. Yeah.
0: The Chargers jerseys back on Pete. Uh, that's that's yeah, your lucky
1: jersey. What'd you say? Pete is a big Philip Rivers fan. Pete, please explain your love for Philip Rivers.
2: I, I'm actually a big Charger fan. I was a Dan Fouts fan. That's how old I am. And then uh, Philip Rivers stepped right in to being oh, yeah. a uh, a big statistic, uh, non-winning uh, quarterback. So that's what I like. I like guys who put up a lot of numbers and never win anything. That's kind of like my uh, it's kind of like my life.
3: That's your right I
2: put up big numbers and never win anything. Sounds
0: good to me, aren't we all? I, I used to like Warren moon. I mean talk about putting up numbers and not not winning. Yeah. Uh, I need look to understand
1: at something here about uh, Pete he he's a great man. Uh, he does great things and volunteers a lot of his time uh to help
0: people who are in need so oh that's awesome man hats off to you cheers yeah. to you that's he, a really he's, w- he's a really good human being right that's all what kind of what kind of people do you help like what what kind of work do you mean uh
2: i don't know he, he's being very far too generous uh i mean i'm as you can see now it's it's about eight o'clock at night i'm a teacher um and after having two weeks off it might be movie day tomorrow um, which is not really, not really oh, yeah. something I should do after having two weeks off, but uh, a few beers into it.
0: That's um, awesome, though.
2: <laughs> no, but no, I don't know. I, I'm building a school. My plan is to build a health clinic and a school in Bolivia. Um, oh, cool. That's my that's my uh, my dream. We're in the process of doing that. Uh, yeah. I tutor some some people from uh, from Clarkston, uh, some some Ethiopians that I know there. Nice. Uh, you know, uh, we all do what we can do, you know? I think, I think it's
0: important. Uh, that's doing a lot. That's doing yeah. a lot. That's pretty I was good. A big
2: brother. I was a big brother, big sister. I had a great experience with that, too. Great organ. Oh, nice.
0: Congratulations. People's- that's cool, man. We should all take a page out of your book with some of that stuff.
2: John did that, too. John was a big brother for a little bit, too. So I think that's... It's an, it's it's anywhere we
1: can help and, out. And I think support. John did that because of you. Uh, wow. Well,
0: See, you inspired somebody to do better. And now that big brother... That little brother is now a big brother to someone else because John inspired him. And, you know, you never know who you're going to touch with that. That's pretty cool.
2: It's important. It's important to help out where we can. I feel like we all do what we can do. We're very lucky, all of us. And that's the last. I don't want to slow down this podcast and, and make people bored. But I feel like. Oh,
0: no, we're already there. No, I'm just kidding.
2: <laughs> no. You've already fucked us. <laughs> uh, where, where are no, you? I'm joking. I'm sure you can give back. Let's, let's, no, let's it's, it's, back. it's
0: interesting. I agree. that's that's we should all take a page out of Pete's book and, and Bob's book with being a good person and all that. That's good stuff, man. Sincerely. Uh, Pete's, Salute you. I, Pete's I did Bob. I, did, I do like I do like movie days. I did like those cause you know the teacher was hung over. Um, <laughs> I had a history teacher in eighth grade named Mr. Walsh. He was great. I know he drank. Uh, the face was always red. <laughs> And there were, and I'm not saying I'm not comparing him to you. I'm just remembering movie days. And I I did love his class because I loved history, and I loved him because he'd come in and go, all right, everybody. Uh, we're gonna watch the Battle of Thermopylae documentary. It's was something I taped <laughs> on PBS. Go. The Battle not only, of
3: Thermopylae. only, and I'm not
0: I'm not exaggerating. Not only would he put on movies like literally two or three times a week. Today's day and age, he probably wouldn't have a job anymore. But he would leave the room. And it was a free-for-all for an hour. I remember you, I used to bring him my guitar, and, like, we'd be playing songs and, like, hanging out with girls. Like, it was just – it was a joke. Um, but but he never got any complaints because people loved him. We're like, oh, Mr. Walsh, we're going to watch a movie today. Oh, because he,
3: mo- he was a yeah, good teacher.
0: Yeah, I person. think the movies weren't even documentaries at one point. I think it's like, oh, I got Braveheart today. We're like, we're not even studying this. You That's know, like, true. it was <laughs> just, like, whatever – whatever he got at the library that week, like, ah, oh, saving private Ryan. It's a good movie. It's like, we're not even hitting world war two, but I guess we're watching this now. I thought we were doing the reconstruction period, but no, oh, let's watch Tom Hanks, like blow up some Nazis. Like it was great. It was such a great class, but I love the movie day. Cause he just, he, I, I don't know how often you're supposed to do that, but he did it like two or three times on average. Uh,
2: I've kind of run out of relevant movies myself. So like, 300s getting sold away. That's not even accurate in the least bit. I think I'm going to show that 500 BC or whatever, that terrible movie that has humans living with dinosaurs. I'm about oh to
0: yeah. 10,000 BC. Yeah. Awful.
2: I mean, that, that's what I'm left with there. My brother, I mean, it's been, you know, there's been too many Eagles games this year. Yeah. yeah
0: whatever, whatever it takes. Cheers. <laughs> we had a social studies teacher once history teacher that at the end of the year, she said, uh, this is all, this was 10th grade said, uh, you guys can pick a movie. You've been a great class. Whatever movie you can do it. Well, some kid picked Scarface. She never saw it. That movie got played for tenth graders, and I never saw it either. And oh, I was like, "This shit. is amazing." They, they picked
1: Scarface.
0: Yeah, unedited, chainsaw through the head. You know, fuck every word in tenth grade. And she continued to let it wa- let us watch it. And I was like, "Good for you for not like backing down." Yeah. She obviously learned from this, and I'm sure there were like complaints, but. She actually, like, played Scarface. Could you imagine yeah. doing that today with, like, Twitter and stuff? People – she would be lynched on the, on the news. People were yeah. like, Scarface shown in school if parents found out. But it was amazing. CB West education, the finest.
1: There you go, CB West. Methacton. Yeah, Methacton, CB West.
0: Bob played – Bob, you were a linebacker and a lineman for uh, Methacton High School?
1: I was a linebacker and a running back.
0: Oh, running back! So, how big were you in high school compared to now? Because you're a big dude; you can hurt somebody now if you well, want to. Uh,
1: I was about 185 pounds.
0: Same height. Mhm. You're a, yeah, That's scary. You were big. You were a big, big boy in high school. Yeah, I was. You could hurt somebody. I don't I, know who would want to tackle you. Yeah. Because they're kids. At the end of the day, I, I mean, a I, lot I was, of those guys I, are.
1: An excellent football player. I was. I could hit hard and run fast, and that's what in high school you can get away with that. Pretty good. Yeah, and you know, all you need to do in high school is get the handoff and keep your legs pumping and run the ball. So
0: yeah,
1: I was pretty good at that. And That's pretty. Uh, was you know. anything that was going to carry me to uh, anything further? You know, in terms of a uh, scholarship in college or anything like that. But yeah.
0: But still, that's, that's pretty scary if you're on the other team and someone your size is running the ball for there and you're in high I school.
1: Many, I had many games where uh, I had railroad tracks over me where guys really? would ran my ass over. Oh, yeah.
0: Wow. See, that's scary. That's a tough sport. There's
1: a guy by the name of B.J. Bridge who I think he went and played for Pitt. He played for the University of Pittsburgh. B.J. Bridge. That guy ran my ass over. I couldn't tackle I mean, I could could grab them and bring them down, but I couldn't tackle. Really? Yeah. And that's when you know. I think when I knew uh, I wasn't anything special in terms of the game of football is when my father took me to an Eagles training camp. And that's when they had the Eagles training camp in Bethlehem where you're right on top. Oh, yeah. And you can literally see Brian Dawkins, uh, Javon Curse, all those guys like right up close. That's amazing to see that too. They're hitting people and you're, and that's when I realized, no, no, um, I'm, I'm not good enough or big enough for this.
0: No, it's hardcore. Well, in the, in the eyes of the podcast and their fans and the listens, you're, you're better than than Brian Dawkins. He was a little Uh, pansy. Oh oh, no, no,
1: no. Brian Dawkins is a God.
0: Brian Dawkins is the best. Um, Eagles up. Uh, Eagles have the ball. I mean, Um yeah, it is going to be
1: field. Yeah,
2: second, second eleven.
0: They uh, need this. 14. They need this one. They, yes. they need this run. Tweet us at the underscore podcastle. You're listening oh, to my. the podcastle, Bob <laughs> and Pete watching the Eagles, the NFC uh, Wild Card game today. On
1: yeah, we're probably not going to win this game, but
0: well, there's still time. I'm still holding out.
1: Hell of a season considering uh, what they were up against, Uh, basically winning the NFC East with their practice squad and keeping the Dallas Cowboys out of the playoffs, which that's a victory.
0: It's a victory. Absolutely. And looking at the depth chart and um, the last six games they played and their record midway season, it's pretty incredible. They have no business being here. They have no business being here, and they're here. And that's that's pretty remarkable yeah, on its own.
1: Yeah, go for it. Of course they are. They, they have to hit points. They need
2: points. Three does a diddly-poo for them. Let's go. Get one more play there out. Go. Of
1: the... this, is, this is the season right here.
0: This is it. You're listening to it on the podcast. Are they
2: going to try to get a good play here, are going to try to snap the
1: ball?
0: Fourth and seven.
1: Where's the ball? It's
2: at, the, it's at like, the...
1: 15 yard line. I know there's something close. Ten two minute, two minutes. left in the fourth quarter. Now no, they're taking a top. They're, it's,
0: two minute warning. Is uh, it? Is it fourth and seven?
1: Yeah, yeah. This is it. And they're gonna go for it here. And oh sure.
0: yeah, yeah. Fourth and seven.
1: And I'm wearing my favorite shirt.
0: I love that shirt.
1: What does it say? The vet. And then what is it? The vet. Pride, pretzels, and prison.
0: Oh, so good. (laughs) I love the vet, man. I know that was such a shitty stadium, but like the memories there growing up.
1: I I used to go down there with my high school buddies, and we didn't have tickets. And we would sneak in, and we would run in when uh, the ticket takers weren't looking. (laughs) Oh, shit. Yeah, you could get away with it. Yeah, and they would chase us, but they would only chase us so far because you had like you know freaking Paul Blart Mall Cop. Right? Did you really do that? Yeah, he's not gonna run after us. We're skinny high school kids. That's amazing.
0: Josh. Oh man, I never did that. That's insane. I we used to sneak down though, like like in a Phillies game. We used to like seventh inning. We'd start like really going down, and eventually they just stopped caring. You know. Unless it was like with the Phillies yeah. winning season. No,
1: it's like okay, they're not going to shoot anybody. You know, no, like- they
0: don't care. They're like whatever. There's nobody sitting here. Go ahead. Yeah, man. That is a great shirt.
1: Yeah, Pete can't believe that uh, I uh, was able to run away from the uh, mall cop.
2: I believe it. You just you just said you were skinny. Yeah. I just said I. I yeah. You know I. Yeah. I I was watching Indiana Jones the other day and the and the big bowling ball I said, Bob, that's what it reminded me of, but that's all right, buddy.
0: The bowling ball. <laughs> Indiana te- Jones.
2: That, I, I imagine that you were that way in football though. You would just run over people. Much like that that the giant the giant rock uh, tried to take out Harrison Ford. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: It's a good parallel.
2: <laughs> I'm just teasing you, buddy. I know. I tell you what, though, this this guy doing that podcast with us has the best radio voice. I thought John had a great radio voice.
0: Oh, hardly. Thank you.
1: This guys a professional.
2: I can tell.
0: I it's know. actually fun. So is John. It's actually
1: they're both professionals. They make they will make us seem a hell of a lot better than we are.
2: Good. Yeah. Oh we, no. They, To make us, to make us look, I can't make me look good, but you can make Bob, Bob look good. Yeah, you
0: can't make Pete look good. Thank you. That's very kind of you. We did get an update from John just now. He said, fuck, this is torture. Kill me now. Horrible planning by my wife. I blame her. He probably doesn't want me to say that on the air, but I do feel his pain. I've been in that situation where, it happened today almost. I was at the in-laws and I was like, I gotta get back. And. Uh, it was, but that was horrible so. panic on my part because I was like, Ah, no, the game at like four o'clock, and I was like, That's East Coast time. Stupid.
2: No, you, you can't take a sack. You can't do that throw, ball!
3: No. If it's intercepted, who
1: cares? It's over. Who
2: cares if it's intercepted? You, 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 you take a chance.
1: Totally. No, you, you, McCown. you, Clark, you and John are smarter than I am. No, uh, not at all. I've uh, I've gotten a divorce because of pushing back too much on some things. So
0: no, don't say I've only been married for a year. So um, I'll get there. I'll get. <laughs> I I'll, hope I'll, you don't get there. I'll get. I'm sure in five years I'll be staying <laughs> with you. Um, I'll be on, you know, okay, Cupid or whatever you were on, and and I'll be iceberging people because I'll be fat. Um, yeah. You
1: gotta don't
0: watch it. for the icebergs. Lot well, of I've used that. I used that at a holiday Christmas party for the first time and the only time, and I nailed it. And I thank you. I was talking to my coworkers, and they're all girls that were like on these dating sites. And I was like, "You guys don't iceberg people, do you?" And they're like, "What's iceberg?" I was like, "Well, you know, iceberg. You only see the top of it, but the bottom's very big. It's one girl." And they're like, "That's a really good term, iceberg." And I was like, "Yes, it is. Yes, it is a great term. Yes, yes, yes. I invented it." Um, and I texted you, and you were like, use it and abuse it. And I said, thank you.
3: Yes, it's yours. Um,
0: it's yours. But, but that's the end of the season right now, uh, sadly. The Eagles have just turned it over. The Seahawks are no doubt going to down the ball. Um, yeah, we're down depressing, there. Depressing, man. There. That's depressing. It's a very depressing time. I give it to the yes, Eagles, though, for getting as far as they did with a practice squad, given their depth chart. And
1: Pete just reminded me, time out. Pete just reminded me that the Eagles have three timeouts. So oh, okay. All right. The Seahawks need to get a first down. Yeah, one first down will be over. All right, one we're
0: still in down. the game. All right, we're still alive. We're still alive here. The hope is, well, yeah. much like the hope was, going to battle <laughs> of full run towards the end of it. I was waiting. The hope know. was like the Confederacy trying to it's win the, the Super. Confederacy Bowl. trying to win the Super Bowl. Uh, Pete, do you like history as much as Bob does?
2: He uh, he's much more knowledgeable. I have, I have a very niche nichey knowledge of history. I know certain areas. This guy has a wide, you know, wide, I don't know. I'm just wide.
0: Well, no, he knows everything.
2: Yeah, he does. No, I, I know I know certain histories pretty well, but I do love it, and I love to hear him chat. We, we try to have a good chat. Pete's not giving it.
1: himself enough credit here, and, you know, not to make this something where we suck each other off, but uh, he's— <laughs> He he is a very smart man. Pete's a very smart man, and yeah. and thank God there's guys like him that use it for good. So
0: that, that's a that's a nice thing that you guys are good news. I'm glad I know you. I, I hope to see you again soon. Um, I do want to write some kind of film where, or I'm expecting to be looking at old photographs from the Civil War, and I see Bob in like period clothing in some of these, and find out he's been alive for like 150 years, 180 years, and he was actually there. Like, he just doesn't age, but he was actually, because Bob knows, like, firsthand information of these things as if you were there. It's like, oh, no, Lee was having a bad day. He had a headache. There was two sugars in his coffee instead of one. I'm the one that brought it for him. You know, like, Bob knows these things.
2: Like, like the Nicolas Cage lookalike. That's, that's going to uh, be Bob, right? Did you get reincarnated? No. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, it is, yeah, there's something going on. Um, we're gonna have to launch an investigation and then forces will stop us from doing that because we're messing with like some kind of secret conspiracy uh, group here. Bob's Bob's been around for a long time. Well, really a stop. couple hundred years. Trump will yes. Yeah. Trump it's fake
1: news. It's not real. It's not gonna be ever it's real. fake.
0: Never happened. There's the ramp-
1: never happened. George Washington. Eric.
0: George Washington Secured the airports during the Revolutionary War. Okay, the ramparts the airports The port the airports Airports
1: and they were they were big beautiful successful airports
0: Successful airports. Remember Trump Airlines wasn't that good? Wasn't that an airline? He had for a while. Yeah, he had an
1: airline He had a food line. He had everything
0: I mean, yeah, he had Trump Steaks. He was trying to be like Omaha Steaks.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: All, all very successful.
0: Right? I, yeah. bought a, all I bought it. Oh, extremely
1: successful. Yeah, the university, the university. Yeah, just like uh, yeah, you get an MBA from Trump University. Right.
0: I bought a Trump tie for somebody for Christmas <laughs> when I was like twenty. You. I did. Never, yeah, I didn't know any better. I was like a dumb kid, and, and I was at I was at Macy's. I was, I was like twenty years old. I bought a Trump tie for a gift. Um. It was like a Christmas Pollyanna, which is like we exchange gifts with the like the extended family.
3: Sure. And I'm pretty
0: sure the next day I saw that like still there, like they didn't even take it with them. And I'm like, okay, I guess that I didn't get it at the time. I was like, I guess it was a bad-looking tie. But thinking back, it was it was just like his ties. There were these big, ugly monstrosities.
1: Yeah, too long. Too long. Yeah, you're gonna trip on them uh, climbing <laughs> out of the first
0: one. Yeah, it's crazy.
2: That's it. Now it's over.
0: It's over. Uh, that's it. Why is it over now? They got a first down?
2: Yeah. Long, like a 40-yard pass. They just...
0: Yeah. Good run. Good run
1: by a team uh, with practice squad guys. And, and a 90-year-old quarterback who had never played before. And the NFL needs to look at the hit that uh, Jadavion Clowney put on Carson Wentz. And... That's a hole
2: right there! They missed a
1: holding call.
0: They do need to look at that hit. Um, I watched the replay. It, it looks very clear that. Um,
1: and they're lucky that we didn't uh, do something horrible to Russell Wilson.
0: Yeah, they're lucky we didn't challenge that play.
1: You can't challenge it.
0: Well, you we can't, but it's lucky we couldn't. We weren't able yeah. to do that. Yeah, we weren't able to do it. Yeah. I mean, that would have been a that's a red flag right there. Watching that. Um, yeah. Yeah. It. I think it's. Yeah, you're right. It's lucky they didn't do anything horrible to Russell Wilson.
1: Yeah. It was and a good season. Yeah, they they should have. They should have. They should they so, should have knocked him out of the game. And I'm, I love Russell Wilson. I'm not talking about – I'm not espousing anything dirty to happen in the NFL. But you take my quarterback out, I'm taking your quarterback out.
0: Yeah, That's eye cool. for an eye. Fight fire with Bob.
1: Yep. I and think, and then we're all blind.
0: I think the big talk though is going to be that play though, uh, that hit that should have been called uh, yeah. from Clowney. I mean that's. Yeah, but, uh
1: but I think the bigger, the bigger conversation is going to be the Eagles uh, didn't deserve to win this game anyway. You
3: know.
0: True. How does this play out for uh, Wentz? I mean, he's plagued with injuries his whole career. <laughs> Um, is this somebody that is not a franchise quarterback in the long run in the sense of these injuries? Or do you think it's too early to even talk about that?
1: No. Those shenanigans? Wentz, Wentz is the Eagles quarterback. He is going to be the Eagles quarterback. And
0: uh, and he's a great quarterback. Bottom line,
1: yeah. he. Without him, we don't get here.
0: And so. he's a great quarterback, too. I mean, we can yeah. all agree. Well, he he might point, not be as consistent, but he is a good—he's he, he's, going to—his best years are ahead of him.
1: He's not just a great quarterback. He's he's a great leader, and I think he. Uh,
0: and he's a good dude.
1: He inspires guys in the locker room.
0: Yeah, and he's a good he's a good person. You know, he's like religious. He's he's like, he seems like a good dude. Like you, yeah. he's a good leader.
1: No, he's an excellent human being.
0: He's not like a Michael Vick or anybody. Yeah,
1: well, Michael Vick learned his lesson, you
0: know. I I I think he did too. I think it's unfair that he still gets shit on for that. People yeah. say, oh, he doesn't seem sorry enough. Well, you know what? That wasn't part of the sentence. Um, yeah. That wasn't part of the, t- the prison sentence. He went to jail for that. Case closed. He served yeah, his well, time.
1: Yeah, and with social media and the way that is, uh, unfortunately, that pervades. Uh, oh, yeah. What he does off camera still
2: to, to speak to young. Speak. I'm sorry. What, I'm sorry. What? I don't mean to talk about Michael Bay, but what he still continues to do even off camera, speaking to young African-American people about the culture that is dogfighting, and he's speaking out against it. He continues to do that off camera. You know, I mean, there's no better advocate against dogfighting now than Michael Vick. And you, See? you can hear that. And so that's the thing. People are still beating him up. I mean, he, like you said, he served his time, and he continues to speak out. He continues to speak to young people. And he doesn't people.
0: have to. He doesn't have to. No one's
2: watching him now. He's not. He's doing it off the camera. No. And
0: yet... What does that tell you? I mean, something, something to be said about that. It's genuine. I yeah. think he gets an unfair rap. Um, he served his time. like you said, he speaks off camera. Uh, what do you want? People just want to vilify people? I'm maybe gonna get into the bullshit of I'm offended. Well, let's just, vilify, let's ruin somebody and
1: who the biggest thing is too there is all mistakes. Andy, Reed. Andy Reed is the one who gave him a second chance. yes, and Andy Reed deserves a lot of credit in terms of that true and he is an ec- Andy Reed is an excellent human being and you know he had a great run in Philly and did great things, you know, NFL coach, oh, yeah. a, a, the, the way it is, you know, he got bumped off, but, uh, look what he's doing in Kansas city. Not just his
0: success as a football coach. Great things. Great things. Really, great. really, really, really tremendous things. No, but he is, look what he's doing in Kansas city.
1: Yeah. And, and, look right. what he's doing with, uh, with, uh, what's his face, the quarterback there. Yeah.
0: With, um, Mahomes, Mahomes, Patrick yeah, Mahomes. Mahomes. Yeah, I mean, he's doing great things. He's a great coach. Uh, I know he is. He's not he just gets... a
1: great coach; he's a great mentor and just a great person. So and he hasn't
0: had an easy ride. Yeah, I mean, an easy time. Uh, he's had no, so, a lot of shit. His,
1: his kids were, uh, you know, his
0: one of even
1: died, and uh, you know, no, it was it's
0: terrible. To, it's tough. It can happen to anybody too. Um, yeah. really, it can happen to any family. Uh, we just got really dark here and real all of a sudden. We did. Yeah, wow. Yeah. It's good, though. It's keeping it real, keeping it honest. Tweet us at the underscore podcast. The be- Philadelphia Eagles are now out for the season. Uh, the bigger picture looks like uh, next week the Seahawks are going to go play. Uh, Green Bay? Green Bay at Lambeau. No,
2: Green Bay. San Francisco plays against uh, Minnesota.
0: Okay. Minnesota, yeah. who beat the Saints. Okay. Um, AFC, it's going to be the Titans next week. We'll play the uh, we have Ravens, Ravens. Ravens. And I think that will be a Ravens win. Yikes. That's going to be in Baltimore. Um, and the winner of those games, that game, will play the, the uh, winner of Kansas, Welcome to the, Kansas
1: City. Kansas City. Yeah, it's going to be Kansas City and the Ravens in the AFC yeah, Championship.
2: Like and then here.
1: the NFC Championship is going to be. Uh, you're writing. The, you're
2: writing out the. Uh,
1: the 49ers and probably the. The Vikings. The Vikings. I yeah. think the Vikings. Oh, I think the Vikings go and win. No, no, San Francisco wins. No. You. I think the Vikings beat huh. San Francisco. I, think, okay. I still think San Francisco are pretenders. I'll put my money down and.
0: They did, they did come out of nowhere this year, which is a little bizarre of um, how well they're doing. So that's, that always is suspect. But uh, I know they do they look pretty good. It'll be interesting to see. I do think it will be the Ravens uh, going to the Super Bowl. I think they're going to go all the way. Um, and it's definitely going to be the uh, 49ers or the... I'm pulling for the Ravens. I, I am, love- too. I
1: like-
2: I- no, I like Andy Reid. Andy I- Reid. You don't like Andy Reid for the
1: Chiefs? Okay, okay. Sorry. I'm, God. You. Sorry. He forgives me.
0: What are the people of Clarkston? Want, who do they want to go to the Super Bowl? What's the word on the street in Clarkston? Uh,
2: <laughs> uh, you know what? I, 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 I don't know that. I haven't, haven't yet. I don't have my pulse, my finger on the pulse of, uh, of Clarkston. But I now will will we'll head to a, a, another shout out. I don't know if I can give that on the podcast. There's a great coffee shop called Refuge Coffee. That donates a lot of money to charity and gives jobs to people, uh, refugees who need it. And I will oh, go wow. there and and figure out uh, who it cool. is that, that they want to. Uh, maybe we can do a little a little uh, uh, podcast from from on location or something like that. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. That's, no, minutes. it's always a good 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 thing to do. You know, good cause and uh, wow. people need help and and small businesses are always great that like to give back. You know, they don't have to. Especially small businesses, they're usually struggling. It's usually very tough. It's competitive, but um, that's pretty good. We donate $1,000 every show of the podcast to uh, – no, I can't back any of this up. We're not making any money off the show.
3: Uh, I was going to say, how much you make yeah, it?
1: <laughs> and where the hell is that money going?
0: <laughs> it's funny, though. When I do meet people like on an airplane and we're talking or whatever, they're like, what do you do? Cause you know I have like a day job and everything, but I don't ever say that to a stranger. I'm just like, oh no, I I host a radio show, the Clark podcast. Is, uh,
1: time, out. And time out. Clark. He's plugged in with uh, I know with people there.
3: Well, he's got,
2: you, they have a, I've have I've seen their 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 show. They, the, the, the 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 celebrities that they have on there, the well, people that they know,
1: and you can see how this is run. And Clark. you know, yeah. unfortunately, he thank had you us on. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, I'm not sure really why you're wasting your time with us. but No, you
0: know. no, I love you guys. I think you're great. And I'm, I'm really only friends with Marty York from The Sandlot and Sean Caden from Karate Kid. And I want to do a sketch with them where I say to my wife, like, hey, can Marty spend the night? And she's like, oh, fine. And then he comes in. He's like, hey, Sandlot. And then I'm like, can Sean come over too? And he's like, fine, let's watch Karate Kid. And it's all these, like, 80s, 90s actors. And I'm just like, hey, it's a wild time. <laughs> it's perfect. Because Friday night Marty called me and he was he was having problems with his girlfriend whatever I think they worked it out since but he's like I might need like a place to stay, and I was like yeah yeah like, you were in the sand lot, you can stay here we'll hang out and my wife was like, no like I know you guys drink a lot when you're together like I don't know if that's a good idea, like I guess he can stay here for a night but he's like I gotta get the fuck out of here and I was like yeah you can move here and she's like how long this is gonna be and this is so I'm like torn I'm like. This is like a childhood like favorite movie of mine and he wants to hang out, but at the same time he's not in the best state of mind. So maybe like he'll be like a downer and here for months. I don't know. But thankfully, like it worked out. But then I, I started I thinking think of this understand. sketch and he's like, No, I'll do it. I'm like, all right, cool. Um, but no, you guys are very kind, but I think I think it would be cool to do like a community, you know, outreach show with boots on the ground kind of thing. Yeah, at some of those shops.
1: No, I think you you would do very well with
0: that. Thank you. I you I think you guys are great in the air. Please come on more. We should do more stuff. Do you guys have a few minutes or do you have to wrap it up?
1: No, we're good. We got we got a few minutes.
0: I don't. I don't, I don't want to keep you if you you want to go. Do no, that.
1: we're 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 just sitting here chill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're wallowing so. in the uh, Eagles uh, in That's the of uh, the Eagles garbage.
0: That's so. why I'm trying to keep this show prolonged. As soon as it's, I, I still
2: got four taquitos and a yeah. few Miller Lights to Taquitos,
0: that was it. Taquitos, so good. Uh-huh. Taquitos, so great. And he's wearing a Philip Rivers jersey. Yeah. So good. <laughs> do you guys ever? Do you guys ever drunk purchase sports memorabilia like late at night on Amazon? Hold on. Did you? I gotta I gotta ask because I did that the other night. I'm like, what was I drinking? Uh,
3: this oh is,
0: yeah.
1: This was a drunk purchase. This is a signed Brian Dawkins full-size NFL helmet. Oh yeah. And I bid on it, and I got for five hundred dollars. Five hundred. That's a lot of money. The great price of $500. I got this. I got two of them. One for me and one for my dad.
0: Oh, that's amazing. See, that's a good drunk purchase. Yeah.
1: See? It says last to wear number 20.
0: Oh, wow. Dude, that's yeah. a collector's item. That's a, that's, yeah, well, see, that's yeah, a good purchase. Better. No, that's great. I think it's smart. I think it's fun to do that. I bought some Herschel Walker signed stuff the other night. Who? Um, Herschel Walker. Oh, yeah. He yeah. was the... He was the first. What I the first Eagles game I ever went to it was Eagles Saints as a kid, and he was playing. He was. Oh yeah. Eagles got the ball, and Great he running. um, he was the first like player I saw live on the Eagles like at a game, and he, he um, it wasn't a touchdown the first play, but it was uh, I think it was like a fifty yard um gain or something like that. But I remember like Herschel Walker was so cool, and and I was drunk and purchased. I bought one of those. I got um. I got some uh, boxer shorts, like like not, like gym shorts, like Eagles gym shorts. Um, I bought a Phillies jersey. Those it was like drunken purchases. Stuff. Yeah. But they weren't autographed. Um, the other ones weren't autographed. They were just kind of pricey. But you get in the zone where you're drinking and you're like, oh, no, I, I need this. What is that? It's a oh, nice. Oh, yeah. See, that's cool. Raced version. Hold on. Keep that up. I'm gonna, let me take a picture of this.
3: Yeah.
0: Let me take a quick shot here. Got it. That's pretty cool.
1: That was his last victory. Oh wow! At, at Talladega.
0: Was it, it? Was at Talladega? You know what's amazing about Dale Earnhardt is people that didn't even like NASCAR liked him. Um, it was like Rocky for you know like like Rocky for boxing movies. People well, don't necessarily did. like boxing, but they like Rocky. People liked him.
1: He know he
0: he is NASCAR.
1: He was NASCAR, and he still is.
0: There hasn't been anything close to him since.
1: No, he was Superman. And I'll never forget uh, the greatest thing my father ever did. Well, besides having me. Greatest (laughs) thing, he said. Yeah. Second (laughs) best Yeah. A lot of people could maybe second guess that. Uh, But we went to Pocono Speedway, and we got pit passes. And the race got rained out. Pretty cool. But they still did the driver introductions, and I got to see – I got to be in the pits with Dale Earnhardt and Dale Earnhardt Jr. And this oh, was my gosh. Six, and this was six months before Dale Sr. died. And wow. I didn't know that. That's an experience, man. You can't ever take that away. Yeah. I got to shake his hand, and he said, you know, hey, that was my first NASCAR race. And he was like, wow. so nice just like just a nice
0: guy was he
1: that's what you like to hear
0: you yeah. know these guys are nice
1: he, and an, he died he was a genuinely nice guy and who who needs you know why would he waste his time with some stupid 16 year old
0: you know yeah he probably didn't see it that way he probably appreciated you know the fans and and, yeah. and, love he, the did. Sport. and he did he did that's that's amazing that's what you want to hear and he died in what, 2000 2001 yeah sometime around there yeah that's 2001
1: Daytona, yeah.
0: That's when he got killed in Daytona, and you got to see him before that, which is pretty incredible.
1: Yeah, I saw him in 2000 at Pocono.
0: How many people um, go to these these races, like in Pocono, at these events? Are we talking like twenty thousand? Hold uh, about a hundred thousand. Hundred thousand, that much? Yeah. That's crazy.
1: Yeah. That's more and than a football the infield, game. The infield probably has like forty or fifty thousand. Wow. So. I That's mean, like a so Taylor, Taylor Swift <laughs> concert people don't realize that like how big NASCAR is they don't I real...
0: didn't realize that I thought you're gonna say like 30 40,000 like 80,000 is ambitious for like a football game that's well, this, a lot of people
1: and, and this is why Trump got elected because people don't realize that blue collar that the amount of those people who feel kind of left out
0: and I realize it people forgot about the uh you know Joe Joe the average uh guy from Des Moines, Iowa more than um, the transgender per and I'm not knocking on anybody but I'm just saying people forgot about that for a long time and you forget that that makes up the majority of the US voters. Yeah. of um, people that actually do vote, not just talk about it. They actually show up at the polls. Yeah,
1: and we need to figure that out and and bring those people into the fold and tough. Talk to them and not let them go up uh, you know, shit's creek,
0: you know. It's tough to do
1: but but not not allow them to you know be i guess engendered by falsehoods
3: right
1: that's a slippery tough slope to job. navigate we, we can't just discard them we can't discard them and no. say well they're stupid they vote for Donald Trump no they mean something they're they're there's something Sure wrong.
0: yeah they're not deplorables you can't discard them um, they are Americans yeah. they might not share the same views but they do have not a voice and human beings and, and there's a lot of people like that, and, and and to a degree, to a big degree, they weren't incorrect for feeling left out. Sure. Uh, that I feel, um, I don't think Donald Trump's going to solve their problems for them, but I, I feel like uh, they did. They were marginalized to a degree, and they did feel sure. left out. So I mean definitely- even Obama admitted that he said we weren't as uh, transparent with the average working man that we should have been.
1: Uh, obama fucked that up he did
0: Um, yeah they were too busy worrying about other people and you can worry about both i don't think you it needs to be like fuck refugees or fuck transgender you you can worry about everybody but i feel like you need to balance out the books better and they didn't do that And i think you can do that you can appeal to all americans like lincoln said you can't please everybody all the time uh you can't make everybody happy all the time you make some of the people happy some of the time or whatever I feel like you can do that with uh, making people feel wanted, like spend you know, different events and things like that. Uh, but, I, but I feel like they didn't do that enough. And That's what you get. You get you know, blowback. De-
3: dem-
1: the Democrats still have a problem with that, and that's what is going to be the basis of this election coming up where they need to – because we need to get Trump out of office. They need to appeal to the better angels of Trump's base somehow. Right. I don't know how the hell you do that.
0: I don't know. Um, I don't know how they can do that. They have to. (laughs) Somebody like you, if you were like an advisor, you could say something like, you need to talk more to these certain groups and people in these states even if you don't think you're going to win there. But he doesn't do that. That's one thing they don't do is you never see like a Democrat going to a. I'm just making this up – going to like Alabama and campaigning there because they know they're not going to win. But at least like get some roots growing there, you know? doesn't happen. They pander put, to the people that they don't to vote for anyway.
1: Yeah. Put some seeds in the ground. You're right. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think a guy like uh, Buttigieg, I think he's too far ahead of his time. Um, I agree. Uh, he Good guy. Needs, great guy, but he needs to be a governor and uh, maybe be in Congress for a little while. He's too young.
0: Right. Uh, and and there's still an ugly part of America, but it's a, it's a big part that yeah. they're never going to vote for somebody for a, that's gay.
1: For a gay president.
0: No, they're just not going to do it.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, it's unfortunate, but – It is, but it's truthful. It's it
1: is. It's the way it is.
0: And so, also hurting the – go on. I'm sorry. No, you go ahead. I was going to say also heard the Democrats. There's just too many uh, cooks in the kitchen, and they're yes. really pulling away votes from other – from who's going to be the party. We saw it with the last election. You have Bernie Sanders, who's stubbornly holding on. And great ideas, but pulling away votes that really aren't going to matter in the end. So,
2: Pete? <laughs> no, I'm just listening. I'm, I'm,
0: uh... Por supuesto. Pete, habla espanol. <laughs> oh, come,
2: come on. Ah, dime lo que tú estás pensando. Habla espanol.
0: Sí, sí, hablo espanol. Mi esposa es mexicana, uh, pero yo espanol. Uh, me llamo El Tiburón en Los Ángeles.
2: A shark? Excellent. Yes, the shark. más tarde en español, pero tengo que
1: aprender. ¿Me puedes enseñar? Are you guys uh, talking shit about me right
0: now? No, we're, we're basically, we're... Uh, Pete just asked if he could wire $100,000 uh, from me to, to you, and I agreed. Uh, it's, no, um... No. We weren't no, not talking shit. My Spanish no. is... Mi es muy mal.
1: Give your point, like because Pete, Pete has a unique view on this and i think i it's, do
0: i, I would think, love to hear
1: this I, I think it's important
2: i don't really know if i have a view on it i'm i'm i'm, I'm kind of torn on on the 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 way that that i, I don't know the, the way that we are i really like listening to other views i feel like i've been so polarized my my whole life i was i was i was probably more radical than you can imagine i do have a a uh, a che Guevara uh, tattoo on my oh shirt. nice
0: where from when you? I
2: was a young man and very, um, I don't know.
0: You're a revolutionary.
2: I, I, maybe so. I, I lived in El Salvador for a little while. Um, oh, wow. I, I visited Cuba before it was uh, allowed. Um, oh, no shit. Yeah. Uh, paid cash and, and went and...
0: Did you fly that. from Mexico to... Uh, yeah, I did, Cancun.
2: <laughs> I flew, paid cash and went <laughs> from Cancun and went there. Good
0: for you. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And and what was ironic about that whole that whole experience was that it was, you know, I got there thinking like, oh yeah, you know, they you know, it's a different experience. And they said the, the two worst leaders in the world, George Bush and Fidel Castro, they hated their governor and they hated us. Like it was, oh, it was no. that they, both were rejected out of hand, like the, the That's the, crazy. Right, the strong arm like the you know what I mean, clearly the, the, the embargo was ridiculous. And yet, Fidel Agreed. was not really helping in, in, in either. So it was like, like both sides were r- ridiculous in their stance.
0: Um, yeah, the embargo actually. was an out-of-date policy that lasted decades too long. Of
2: course. Of course. I so.
0: mean, it was at first you're like, I get it, Soviet uh, backing, let's, like, tighten the reins. But when it's, like, 1995 and you're like— uh, this on. this doesn't matter. Like, there's cigar shops in Miami doing better than Cuba's GDP. Like, we're okay. Like, it's okay. We're not funding. We're not funding socialism. Like, it's fine. Yeah,
2: but but they both but both sides loved it for political points. That's the whole idea. So yeah. yeah. And uh, anyway, it was what it was. But but I'm I'm torn now on 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 my idealistic view of what I think we could be. And then based also on on reality about where, where we are and, and where people are here. And I, I try to listen more than I do talk. So that's why I'd rather listen to some some people that are that really I feel like have the pulse on, on well, where the country is. I here. would rather
1: I would rather listen to people like you talk than other people who are just shouting everything down.
0: Right. Good point. Yeah.
1: Somebody who is Who's experienced that who's lived overseas who's uh-huh. lived abroad and yeah you walk you talk, you talk the walk to that yeah it makes sense I can't talk to that all, all I can do is say what I read or hear
2: mm. yeah I, I I don't know I just know that that I, I feel as though I feel as though we really just if we can cut through all of the crap and get all the noise out of there I do feel like we're we we would all want certain things together I think we all want to take care of people that need it in in, in in the world and in the country. Right. And so I do feel as though, uh, you know, uh, some kind of a, a, a health plan for everybody would be nice, um, you know, where we can get people. I, I feel as though there's there's certain things we want to see everybody taken care of and yet not not punish people who, who work hard and, and punish small businesses at the same time. So uh, it's just a, that politics can get very, very messy. Um, And as far as world goes, I don't want to get into that. That's another topic. I lived in Central America. I kind of saw a lot of of the U.S.'s overreach and outreach that that did some really damage to Central America. So we could have a whole podcast just on what I saw.
0: You're talking about Panama?
2: Well, El Salvador is what I saw. If you ever want to see a good movie, see Romero – uh, starring the old guy from the Adams Family. What's the guy's name? Who was the star oh, of the Addams Family? Uh, yes, I know you're. Yeah, you know, that, that actor that. there. Yeah. Fred Gwynn? <laughs> no, the Adams Family. What was his name? The the guy who played. No, no, no. He's dead now.
0: Yeah. No, Wait, the, the show or the movie? No, the no,
2: no. The movie. Oh yeah,
0: Raul Julia.
2: Yeah, yeah. He played a movie called. Raul Julia. Yeah, it was a great movie. It was. It was. It was called. Romare... Yeah,
0: I know you. I've seen that. I think. <laughs>
2: It's a great flick. Or go see Salvador with starring James Woods. Another great movie um, that kind of explains yeah. the situation there and and the and the, the the coups that were kind of that were kind of backed the the far par, far right paramilitaries that were backed by the United States. Right. Um, anyway, I, I don't want to get too delved even. The point is, we've done a lot of things that 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 I've uh, I'm not as proud of as. As, as i should be of, of what we've done
0: and yeah as- it's, it's imperialistic in the sense of uh some of the, the overreach that has happened i mean if you look at just from a financial standpoint the money that was just spent backing some of these um operations in central america whether you're for or against it whatever is just so high um people talk more about that than like a lot of the fallout i think you see afterwards and like the damage and stuff that. It happens.
1: Go back to the '60s and uh, the late '50s and early '60s, and go back to where we were uh, trying to, uh, you know, nation stake all this stuff. You know, where we were, we were assassinating leaders. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, no doubt. And it, it happened a lot. And you see, uh, just replacing governments overnight. Yeah, um,
1: it doesn't work.
0: No, it's there's a need for why they're doing it, but the implementation I think doesn't work in a lot of it. Like, obviously this person needs to be out, but it doesn't just happen like a video game. Where you replace them and business goes on. There's like a lot of fallout.
1: And it doesn't work with Saddam Hussein.
0: Right. Perfect example.
1: Look at look at where we are now. Mm. We're in it's
0: big trouble. Uh, they talked about, I think Cheney talked about, um, and I'm not crediting Dick Cheney by any means, but he did make a point about uh, if we take out Saddam... And pull out of there. What well, that's going to do to the region, and it's happening. Yeah. The, the instability of it all. It's like it's like the old argument. You, you, we, we, you trust the devil you know, the devil you don't know. Like you don't know who's going to be replacing that. Like at least we have an eye on him. Yeah. What's your wasn't what's good. Worst
1: enemy? What's your worst enemy there? Uh-huh. And we we created a power vacuum, and that's exactly what's happening now in uh, Syria, and we're creating another power vacuum there. Right. So we, we
2: say justified, but is it wise? And that's, I think, we got to think about it. all these guys are bad guys. But is it, yeah, they're is all it bad guys move to do
1: it?
0: Yeah. Yeah. What's the solution to all that, you think? To stand back and let the region fuck itself? Or like, what? Because somebody uh, else is going to get know, in one. there.
1: No. Yeah, Pete, you're going to
0: walk away? No, I'm go, to go to the bathroom, you son <laughs> of a bitch. Pete's getting a beer. Um, <laughs> but what, what's the, like, there's no answer. There's no wise man on this subject. It's only like no i think we need to
1: capture and kill whoever wants to do this country harm however we also need to foster the, the the better people who are over there and support those people you know to be good stewards of their own their own country that's their country that's not our country yeah it
0: that's is
1: theirs. that's theirs
0: we don't really do that as well and we I'm not saying I would do it I, I don't have a clue no. but we, we've I,
1: done an awful job of that Yeah, and we need we need better stewards over there and maybe you know it, it takes someone I I don't know I don't want to say it, it needs to take us going over there and doing that we need to kill the bad guys but we also need Definitely. to foster the and prop up the good people that are over there trying to do good things with their because it all starts in their little in their little towns and cities.
0: Yeah, the little villages and stuff right. like that. It all grows it doesn't start with the
1: main government. It starts with the little towns and cities. Because if you start with the main government, you're going to have these awful political hacks who want to, you know, do things for their own gain. And we, we oh
0: yeah, we
1: can't do that. We've been doing that for can't geez, have it. Christ like 150 years.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you can't have it. And it's, it's a very tough job to do because you have a theory on paper and it doesn't translate as well with military action. But out of everything going on, I think we can all agree that the troops that do go over there do a really good job. And it's not, it's not an easy part of the world. to, oh, yes. to serve
1: no, It's in. not all them; They're over there fighting a mission uh, that the DOD uh, tells them to fight. And they're doing a hell of a job. And it's not on them to it's not. Uh, to foster that,
0: you know. No.
1: And they do a good job fostering that anyway, because you know they're giving out, you know, they're talking to the kids, they're yeah doing things, but that's not their job.
0: Yeah, their job is not to spread ideology and change people. They're there because they love America. And they're doing what they're told, and they're doing a great job. It's so like yeah,
1: we need people to go over there, like Pete and other people who. You know, can foster, can help them, you know, know how to set up something that works for them. That's it.
0: And that'll translate from their culture and their people to, you know, other, you know, to their kids and and the society. And and it it goes down. It goes down the whole timeline. Much like General Lee's. (laughs) I can't. No, I can't. There's nothing I can I can say about that. No, but that's true. That's very smart. You General, guys...
1: General Lee was uh, very, uh, he was very, uh, gosh, he, he knew his responsibility. And he, he was self-aware. Letting, letting the Confederate army bleed into the Appalachian mountains would lead to uh, an endless war. And yeah. he, he wouldn't do that to the country.
0: Some say that's patriotic. That's a sense of duty. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Yes, Something. sense of duty. Sense of duty. That's Something what, what we said right now. Let's get away from our partisan politics and let's have a sense of duty to our fellow man.
0: Right. If if we can just, why can't we do that? You know, that's the truth. Too many, too many senators, politicians on both sides are, are too too affiliated, too worried about their party affiliation than to what's right for the country right now. Not everybody but that voice is very small Say and it, you know, the sense of duty.
2: Right. And, and, and what is your motivation? I think it comes down to me to that we can disagree, but if your motivation is just to get yourself reelected or to control somebody else or to, you know, to, to think you're better than, you know, that's it. But if you have a motivation of, right. of trying to do, and, and I feel like that in a lot, what is, what is your goal at the end? What is your motivation?
0: Yeah, and if it's self-interest, it's a very irresponsible, unfortunately common uh, theme going on with, a, with, you know, people on both sides, both parties. Yeah. And, and yeah. that translates to the base and the voters, and they think it's okay yeah. and that the other side is wrong and idiots and, you know, whatever. And uh, it's just an ugly time right now mm-hmm. for that we're not going to have a president again like Reagan that everybody loved or most people loved or something like oh. that, you know.
1: I'll send you a podcast on Reagan. He wasn't that great.
0: No, no, I know, I know, I know all the cloak and dagger and the, uh, the shit he did in California. I'm still seeing it. He shut down mental hospitals, and they're still, they're still. He
1: mental... raped. He raped. He raped one.
0: Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Reagan.
1: Neither did I. Yes, he raped. Reagan... An actress.
0: No way. What? When he was an actor.
1: Yeah, he was an actor too. <laughs> I ran, cons. <constantly. laughs> In Nicaragua.
0: Freaking oh yeah, Noriega. Just,
1: killing Pete right now. Ugh.
0: Noriega. And,
2: and yet he was very popular. I know here, and that's fine. But uh...
0: he's the better
1: angel of the Republican nature. Yeah, yeah, so that's, yeah, That's what Reagan is. Reagan is the better angel of the Republican party, and that's what we need to go back to.
0: I'm not saying I'm, I'm a fan. I'm just Walter. saying he was a yep. president that most Walter. people supported. He won in overwhelming numbers. That I don't think yes. that'll ever happen again.
1: No. Yeah, a sense yes. that You're 100 percent correct. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not not diminishing that,
0: shark. Do you Do you know where um, Do you know where Reagan was? Do you know where Reagan was like a month after he left the White House? No. Either did he. he. Either did he. How are we doing in here, Fort Lauderdale? Ah, ah, Oh my God! (laughs) Ah. Sweet us and sue us at the underscore podcast for (laughs) defamation. Um, I like this, this, uh, I like Pete's connection to the El Salvadorian people. Um, there's a, there's a, there's a rivalry with the the Mexican culture and El Salvadorians for some reason. Do you know why that is Peter, Peter?
2: Uh, A rivalry between the two? Uh,
0: Uh, I don't know. I don't, I mean, I'm curious. I know in Los Angeles. The majority. Well, let's, let's, let's. Mexican let's people hate El Salvadorians here. and let's, vice versa. And I don't well, know well, why.
1: Let's, let's, bring it, let's bring it up to the surface here. You're married to uh, a Mexican woman.
0: Yeah. And she's part of Apache, too. So the fights are really fun in this house.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'm
0: sure it is. So,
1: yeah.
2: Well, the Salvadoran history is very interesting, right? The, the, clearly the Civil War in the 1980s, um, that was really. Uh, bloody really bloody and bad. And and it was, you know, actually started right after our, our, our boy Romero was, was killed, assassinated by the government that was supported by the United States. Uh, and the eighties were a disaster. And a lot of them were, were actually shipped out. Uh, Salvadorans left, uh, went to Los Angeles, kind of learned the gang trade in Los Angeles, and then came back. And a lot of the gangs that are now in El Salvador, credit the uh the 80s culture in in los angeles for that uh
0: sounds about right
2: how to be true gangsters um again there's there's blame to go around but i'm saying the the 80s probably
0: accurate yeah that's that sounds about right
2: right and so the the culture and yet now salvadorans both in el salvador and in, in areas around our country are some of the most brutal uh uh the gangsters that you can imagine and so uh when, when trump did call out some of those gang members as tough uh, i'm not a fan of trump but he uh he's right there are some brutal there's some brutal brutal yeah. there uh doing some very bad things
3: right
0: people i mean there's, and there's brutal brutal gangs from any any facet of of a uh, foreign country but yeah in that in that regard i guess you know some of that is can be pretty accurate um but just as long as we can stop that caravan from getting in the U.S., right? That's the big issue that keeps me awake at night, that caravan. Um,
1: yeah, really. Yeah, It's on. just
0: got to be stopped. Just send up some F-22s. Yeah.
1: Just keep spreading hatred.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, just stop that caravan. I just think it's funny they're using the word caravan. Um, I just picture like 16th century Bombay, like the caravans coming through with gold. It's like, it's, a car- it's a bunch of trucks. Can we stop calling it a caravan? Please. Where did it go? Where did it go? What happened? Yeah, that disappeared. It's gone. What happened? it's gone. The caravan. The caravan. Yeah. Yeah. It was a,
1: it was a Fox News sham. That's what it was. That and yeah. that's what we need to be careful about here is where our media comes from and how we collect our news and how we get oh, our true. information. And Fox oh. and you know MSNBC is is also a big part of this as well. Oh, oh yeah. My God, Fox News pushing that shilling that bullshit is just instilling the hatred that motivates Trump's base. That's it. Absolutely, That's what it's about. That's all it was fucking about. It's it's creating fear and hatred. And you know what?
0: It's what got Trump
1: elected into office is fear and hatred. Yeah, same. So, same. I'm gonna let P talk again. He's no, right.
0: it's true. It's the same reason a lot of dictators, and I'm not calling him a dictator but it's the reason a lot of dictators have gotten elected through fear mongering and the press's irresponsibility of distorting these facts and creating this fear is undermining the freedom of information and the freedom of uh, the press and the flow of information it's not honest. It's dangerous. It's very dangerous it's basically the closest you get to state TV Fear,
1: allows, fear allows you to do bad things Yeah,
0: yeah it gives you a permit it's to awesome. uh, be yeah, really reckless.
1: bad thing against your other fellow humans yeah, I'm scared
0: it certainly does, and it gives and people it an excuse to, to be that doing that. Yeah, to be reckless. It's bad, and anywhere there's that fear breeds. And here's um, the thing: Trump doesn't
1: want to be a Hitler or anything like that. He just wants to get reelected, and he's utilizing that right. to motivate his base.
0: No, so. yeah, of course, he's not anything like those guys. But yeah. he's he knows the strengths he has that appeals to his base, and he's going to use whatever he has to do.
2: Oh yeah, because again, it goes back to his motivation. His motivation is not to destroy all people of different race. He doesn't even care. His motivation no. is sincerely an egotistical one for himself. But he'll use whatever. And so again, his motivation is still not a good one. Of it's course, just not, it's not. It might not be pure evil, but it's still. No. It's very not not country first, right? We agree. No, with-
0: no, he's it's he's not stupid, and he just knows what he has to do, and uh, and that's it. You know, he's not. It's whatever – it's egotistical. It's whatever it takes. And now Pete and I are going to go fuck each other.
1: Yeah, we're about to.
0: As you should. We can wrap this up now. Thank you guys so much for coming on the show. Tweet us at the underscore podcast. Thank you, Philadelphia Eagles, for a great season. We'll see you next year. We'll be back soon with the whole gang. From the gentleman in charge of the Pretzels uh, concessions and vendors at uh, the Old Vet Stadium, Mr. Bob. To the man in charge of the importation and deportation of Chargers uh, factory sweatshop strewn jerseys, Mr. Pete Castanelli.
3: thanks for being on the show. Thanks for listening. Good night, everybody, and Godspeed.